Get ready for a no BS approach to health and fitness. This is NBS Fitness Radio. What's up? We are back with NBS Fitness Radio. I am here with Edna Tucker. Edna has been a client at NBS for how many years now? No, just since June. Since June? Yeah, six months. Okay, so for six months. And Edna has had some amazing results. Edna, tell us how much weight you have lost. Um, altogether from my heaviest, 160 pounds. 160 pounds, like yeah. an entire other person. Like, a, like another me, yeah. That's awesome. Okay, <laughs> so I want to get into your story um, and kind of learn about your process. And I think this is a really, um, really good opportunity for other people to be inspired uh, by you. So first, yeah. tell me about... Um, how health and fitness has kind of been in your life? Did you, what, what was childhood like with you with regards to health, fitness, exercise, and nutrition? Hmm. So, um, non-existent. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was always the chubby kid. I was, I, that was me. I was the, you know, I was overweight all from childhood. Okay. What, um, were your parents overweight? Did they do yeah. anything? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that like for you? Like, were you aware that you were overweight compared to other kids or like? Yeah. I mean, I knew I just, my mom was just like, that's just, you know, that's just how we are. Mm -hmm. And it's just never a discussion of maybe we shouldn't eat that. Or it was just like, it never was like a a teaching point growing up at all, ever. It was always kind of like a, like maybe justified. Right. Or, or exercise. None of that. Nothing yeah. was ever addressed like that. Even, yeah. even though in high school I was like 250 pounds yeah. and three, then 300 pounds and as a high schooler. And it just was just, oh, that's just how you are. That's, you've always been like that. This was never really addressed. Did that, I mean, how'd that impact you? I mean, I, I, cause I, I'm mm-hmm. trying to think of like what that would have been like to go through high school what was that like for you? <laughs> not well. Okay. <laughs> I did not have good, help, good like, um, self-esteem yeah. or, and I was, you know, kind of withdrawn, shy, didn't have a lot of friends. Yeah. I just kind of kept to myself and um, kind of just dove myself into, um, like, my church group yeah. just because they were, felt a little more accepting and yeah. had my own little circle of friends through there. And, um and usually they were friends also who were bigger or yeah. who just didn't also, you know, that was never like health and wellness or yeah. fitness, anything like that. Was there ever like an inclination amongst like yourself or your friends or, or anything to, 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 to start exercising or to start eating right? Or was it always kind of seen as like a lifestyle choice and that's just not really what we do or what we want to do? Yeah. So it was kind of looked at that way, but, um, my mom had had some health issues, um, as I got into high school and she had had like, um, some surgeries that, um, impacted the size of her stomach, although Mm -hmm. it wasn't necessarily like a bariatric type surgery, but it impacted her in that in right. that way. So, um, so she, she had lost a lot of weight. Okay. Um, and so, you know, so she was seeing herself a little different too. Mm. And so then I was kind of like, well, well, that's weird. Like 
it's kind of it was shifting some perspective for me like well that would be great too yeah, yeah. like i would like that too but then i'm like well i don't didn't want all her health issues either so right. um yeah so i started seeing things a little bit different um but then i in high school uh-huh okay yeah so but i self-esteem wise and self-confidence were just not there and i didn't i didn't know i didn't know i didn't know how you do that like for her she just had surgery and that just was like a side effect more or less yeah. but so it wasn't like the doc like were like would the doctors ever say anything Mm-mm. Never, never well they, they would always you know if i ever went to the doctor for anything it was like well let's just check your thyroid or you know let's just look at this or, and and never really said anything else it yeah. was just like have a good day okay yeah okay <laughs> oh that's frustrating we've yeah. had conversations in the past about the um kind of medical system how it's not it's not really geared towards actually helping people make right real changes yep okay so what happened after high school what was that like mm, so i got married right out of high school okay so were you dating someone in high school like were you all mm-hmm. high school uh yep. sweethearts yep that's awesome yep mm-hmm. all right so like did y'all date all through high school um like he was my my like uh at the time, he was like my first boyfriend yeah. and the first person who ever like really accepted me yeah. um, for me. Um, and he was a bigger guy, too. And so that kind of just it basically just kind of escalated, honestly, from from there. We didn't really we would kind of talk about, you know, fitness and gym, you know, memberships here and there yeah. or whatever. But nothing really stuck yeah. over some time. But um yeah, so that um, that's where that went. Right out of high school, we okay. got married. So uh, high school got married. Okay. Yeah. Um, did you go to end up going to college anywhere? Um, not at that time. Okay. Mm-mm. So um, we just I just you know started started having babies. That's yep. what you do. Yep. You get married young and you start having popping babies. kids yeah. out. <laughs> so how old were you when you had your first kid? I think I was twenty. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So I was um, not the healthiest. I was over 300 pounds okay. and pregnant and had, you know, high blood pressure and just all these things that, no, not great, yeah. not great. Um, yeah, so I didn't, we didn't really have any focus of health or anything, even through marriage. And even through pregnancy, they didn't bring up anything about um, maybe some, some, Danger with with regards to like weight and blood pressure and that kind no. of stuff with being pregnant. Well, they told me just that uh, you know it was just kind of reference like you don't want to gain a bunch more weight because yeah. you're already you're already kind of maxed out just yeah. starting out um, with pregnancy. But um, so I honestly didn't end up gaining a lot of weight with the with the pregnancies, but okay. um, I would lose what I you know ten pounds, fifteen pounds, whatever I'd gain, and yeah. then gain it right back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. How many kids did you, you have? We had four. Oh, wow. Okay, uh-huh. awesome. Four boys. <sighs> yep. I have, oh my gosh, I have three kids and I have two boys. I'm just like, <laughs> I can imagine what that's like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How how far apart were those boys? So um, the first three boys were three years apart. Um, and then the two younger, the two youngest kid boys are two years apart. Okay. Very cool. So like, is that um, over a total of? The five or six years having those kids? Like, what, what, how old were you when you had your last? 
29. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So 20 to 29, mm-hmm. having babies. What was your health like during that that time? Um, consistent, about the same. Had some blood pressure issues. Anytime I go to the doctor, I was having like some um, heart stuff, you know, heart issues, chest pains, and I had cardiac workups and all this stuff. But nobody really ever addressed like maybe you should, you know, really focus on, you know, your your health and your you know, work on some losing some weight. It was never really addressed in that way. I mean, what was that like psychologically for yourself to be like, I'm in my twenties and I'm having heart issues. Right. Well, I just, I don't know. I don't remember what thinking like there was never really a tipping point, honestly, until a certain, a certain point where, um, when I had my second son, uh, or right before I had him, my grandmother passed away and she was in her Mm fifties, which is isn't that's young yeah, yeah it's young now you yeah. know when you're 20 something you're like wow that you know that yeah. seems old but now i'm like oh my goodness that's scary um so that was a little bit eye-opening like but she had other you know health you know you just kind of like justify well she had other health issues she had those stuff going on yeah. and so you just kind of dismiss it a little bit but it was in the back of my head like hmm, that's weird um and then over some more time, my youngest was um, five, um, and my mom, I got a phone call that my mom, uh, my, my stepdad was, you know, called me and said, um, she's not responding. And I said, what? What? So over um, a little bit of time, she, she ended up passing away in her 50s. Oh, man. Um, and how old were you? I was, I think, thirty. Five maybe thirty four, huh? Yeah, so that 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 was my that was your tipping point. That was it. When your mom passed away, that was it. Yeah. What was that like? Like, what what went through your head? Honestly, in my head, I thought, well, going through all of that, that that was tough. I was I was at that point then in in nursing school, Mm -hmm. so. Um, a slow, slow, slow process with four kids. And I was just, you know, knocking out little classes here and there, just yeah. trying to get through nursing school. And so I was almost finished with nursing school at that point. And I kept thinking, you're almost 40 and your grandmother and your mother are gone in their 50s. Mm. Like, what, where are you going to be in 10 more years? Like, yeah. that was, I don't know, I had a little panic. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what am I going to do? And yeah. I was in nursing school, so I was getting more education on yeah, I was gonna ask. wellness and yeah. health. And I just, I started like, you know, I uh, went to like my fitness pal and I was like, well, you know, if it's a calorie thing, I started counting some calories. And so I was starting to slowly lose some weight at that point. Um, very slowly mm-hmm. just because I was still trying to learn and going through all the stuff. I had four kids. I was busy and in nursing Were you school. still, are you still in the, in the three hundreds at that point? Yep. Okay. Yep. 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 So it just slowly started trickling down. Okay. Um, I think I got maybe down to like two, two fifty around that time. Okay. Oh, wow. So, still lost over, over. Yeah. Pounds. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I I was feeling good. So what? So uh, to lose those fifty pounds is just purely dietary changes. You start tracking your yep. your, your um, calorie intake yep. and just what whatever I was eating because clearly I was eating garbage. I mean I don't remember, but I was eating garbage because I just I wasn't 
I wasn't really struggling as far as like, you know, cutting those calories. I was just really counting them and feeling more accountable yeah. for what I was taking in. And I was like, oh man, I have, I have to have to actually log this. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Isn't that, that's a big deal. I find that to be really interesting that it, to make that, I mean, to, to lose 50 pounds was yeah. a significant chunk. Yeah. And it's not like you did anything majorly drastic. You just became aware. Yep. More aware of what you were putting in your body. And yep. that just caused you to just start to make some better, better decisions. Yeah. Yeah. I started, um, were you exercising at all? Um, just a little, but I was a lot more busy. Like I was, you know, um, chasing I, four kids, going yeah, to nursing school, yep, yep, doing yep. your doing your hours that, yep. uh, in the clinics. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was, I was, I felt like I was constantly going, but then, um, also tracking what I was eating, and so I was trying to, you know, eat protein bars and stuff on the go, yeah. and so um, it was helping. Um, but I'm not sure I had made the connection. Yeah. Um, like mentally, I think like my, my like relationship with food, I think was, a was not really opened yet. Okay. How so? Like, like, were you using food as a, like as an emotional support? Have a bad I day, think eat so. something. Yeah. Have a good day, eat something. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. 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 And you, you know, and that's how you celebrate. That's how you, you know, uh, go, you have a hard day. Well, let's just, you know, um, now my ex-husband, but he would say, well, uh, you know, let's just go out to eat tonight then because, yeah. you know, and we had four kids and, you know, you just go to the, you know, buffet or whatever. Yeah. And you just, and then I'd feel worse after that. Like, yeah, yeah. you just feel like garbage. Like crap. Yeah, really. <laughs> yes. You just do. You feel like garbage. And then, you, you know, you're like, well, that really didn't make me feel much better. But <laughs> In my head, I thought, oh, that was, that was, you know, that's what we get to do yeah. because I had a bad day yeah. or it's the kid's birthday. Well, we're going to go get pizza or we're going to go do this. And I never really um, made that connection of uh, that it was solving these problems or, you know, whatever connection that emotional connection to food was. But, you know, if I, if I was home alone, the kids were all at school or something, I would treat myself and yeah. you know eat ice cream or something just didn't make any sense yeah the um <laughs> it's like i like and maybe now you're like you obviously aware and like, it gives you that dopamine hit yeah and we're always kind of chasing that dopamine hit i have a bad day i want something, something to make me feel good instantly i have a good day i want something to, to, to elevate yeah that. i'm bored i want yeah. something that's going to trigger that sensation mm-hmm. <laughs> thing about food is that it's um, it's an instantaneous dopamine hit. Yeah. You know, uh, you got to eat it anyway. So why not enjoy it? Right? Yeah. But um, it becomes so ingrained. It, it's ingrained in us biologically. I mean, we're, we're built for that, right? Yep. To, you can't live without food. Yeah, I can't live without so. food. <laughs> and in a situation where food isn't abundant, uh, it's going to drive you to go seek it, right. especially uh, seek something that's that's has a high ca- caloric density, whether mm-hmm. that be something with nice fat or sugar in, in, in it. That's going to minus the last couple hundred years of human history. That was uh, a good drive, right? right? And now, <laughs> with food is so abundant, it's it's um, it causes issues. But I said it's a biological 
um, part of who we are. So, so also a, a social part of who we are. Right. It's always kind of ingrained, like you said. It's like you had a good day, you eat something. Yeah. A bad day, you eat, eat something. something. Yeah. Have a special moment. I deserve this. Yeah. Or eat something. I need this. Yeah. It was a bad day, or I feel sad. I'm gonna eat something. Right. <laughs> Did, I'm um, stressed. I'm gonna eat something. Yeah. <laughs> so now looking back, let me ask you this: um, What are there like limitations that you? That you like being a mom, going through nursing school. That's a significant. Um, that's a significant task. It requires a ton of energy, a ton yeah. of uh, effort. Um, and like looking back, do, do you do you recognize that being overweight at that time was kind of hindering that process? And at the time, where and or at the time, were you aware of it at all? Yeah. So I. Um in in some of our clinicals, I kept thinking like, you know, in the beginning, um, when I was bigger, like I just, you know, I, I'm like rushing from one area to the next and, and I would find myself like out of breath and like my heart's beating real fast and I just didn't feel good. I felt like sweaty and I'm yeah. like, you know, rushing to a patient to take their blood pressure and I'm thinking this patient's going to think maybe somebody should take her blood pressure. What's my blood pressure? Like, <laughs> is she okay? Yeah. Like, is she going to hit the ground? <laughs> or like, you know, I, I, I kept thinking like that, that's like, that can't look right. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. So, um, I kind of dove into my own research as far as nutrition and, and what you need and, um, started, learning a little bit about, um, your perspective of food is fuel. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, there was a little light switch that kind of clicked in my head of, um, and, and this helps me even today, you know, because there's that emotional connection sometimes, you know, I went through a divorce and mm -hmm. all this stuff. And I kept thinking, Oh my gosh, in my head, I'm still like 325 pounds some days. I, that's what I see in the mirror some days yeah. still. Um, and obviously I'm not, I'm 163 was my last weight, but, um, yeah, I just, um, but I feel the same Yeah. when I eat, you know, I, as far as fullness, I feel the same when I eat a great salad with protein on it yeah. or pizza or I, I mean, full is full. Yeah. Right. So that fuel should be fueling me. Yeah. Like I don't need, I don't need all that fat and I don't need all of that um, garbage, yeah. garbage in, garbage out. That's how you're going to feel. You yeah. put that in your body. That's how you're going to feel. It's what you're going to, that's your, what you're going to result from. Mm. You're going to get that. You're gonna feel like garbage. A thousand percent. <laughs> okay, so the the initial trigger that happened at thirty four when your mom passed mm -hmm, away. Mm -hmm. Okay, like I triggered you to say, "Man, I got to do something." And the first steps were just to kind of become aware nutritionally of what you were eating. You started kind of trying that stuff. Yeah. Walk me through kind of the whole journey from okay. from that point to like where you are, are, are today. Like what things you did and so how yeah. you started changing. So I started um, logging a little bit. Um, and had lost that 50 pounds. Um, and then, um, that, that kind of stayed off for a short while. Um, and then it started creeping back on. Um, I went, I finished nursing school, um, and then started working as a nurse. Um, and then went from there, I went, that was my associates in nursing. And then I went straight into, um, 
to get my bachelor's mm-hmm. um, at um, um, Arizona State. And uh, so I was, you know, working full time as a nurse, had four boys and, you know, going, a- to, and school going to school full time. You had a loaded plate. Still, yeah. <laughs> so I just, and so da- some days I would like not be logging and then, and that accountability wasn't there. And mm. so, you know, you're busy and you get home and, you know, my ex had just come home too. And we're just like, get all these hungry boys and, you know, see, we just get whatever's the quickest or yeah. they had football practice or whatever. And so we were scrambling all the time. Yep. Um, so we just get the fastest, quickest thing. And it usually was not not good stuff. So it slowly started coming back on. Um, so, um, straight from my bachelor's, I went, um, almost directly into my master's degree. (laughs) So nurse practitioner school. So I'm a certified nurse midwife now. So, um, or women and a women's health nurse practitioner. So went through all of that program as well. And how many years of school (laughs) is that? Like total? Um, let me see, probably six, eight, ten. Yeah. Like eight, okay. I think. Uh-huh. It's, I, <laughs> While working full time. <laughs> working full time. And taking care of four yeah, kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the practice I was working with, um, we were working, you know, 80 to 120 hours a week. Um, and I was going full time, uh, you know, in school. So it just was. Are you sleeping? Maybe a little bit, little oh. snippets here and there. So, um, yeah, so it just, it, you know, nutrition and my diet and that stuff just kind of fell to the back, yeah. back burner. Um, so I, I started looking into, um, uh, gastric sleeve surgery. Okay. Um, and so I just, I feel like it was a rash decision, but I felt like it was like a, uh, work in progress in my head. Like yeah. I. I just felt like it was a tool that I, that I needed. Um, did I need it? Probably not. Um, but it just, for me and, and for anybody who gets it, some people look at it like, Oh, that's what you did. Okay. Well, no, that, that really was just my jumping point. That was that it it was a tool. Yeah. A lot of people, um, I know who had the surgery the exact same month that I had it, um, which was December, 2016, um, have either regained all of it back or almost all of it back. Yeah. Um, a lot of them. Um, so it's a tool you yeah, have yeah. to use it. Um, and you can only use it for a short amount of time yeah. before you figure it out. I thought a lot of things like that. Like I try to tell people it can be used as a good starting point. Yeah. But it can't be your end point. Nope. It's <clears> not going to be. Yeah. If, you, you, have to yeah. See, you can't say you can't come from, you can't think of it from the standpoint of like, if I just do this, then my problems will be solved. Yeah. No, but it, it can be a good jump start. Right. Right. So, yeah. um, so how many? So how old were you when you had that happen? Um, I was, I think I was forty. Okay. So I, right, I had hit forty, and I was like, I, I'm doing it. About I'm four years it. later, at so you had you had started doing kind of tracking, mm-hmm. had dropped some of the weight, and started kind of creeping back up, yep. and ended up getting the the gastric surgery yep. uh, around 40. Yep. How What was your weight at that time? Um, surgery time, I think I was like 280 Okay. when I got the surgery. So your your heaviest was three? Like 325. 325. Mm-hmm. You dropped it down to about 250, mm-hmm. and had come back up to around 285. Yeah. Like, okay, I got it. Well, I get, when I first saw the surgeon, I think I was over 300 okay um and he put me on uh like 
you know, two protein shakes for yeah. breakfast, you know, for one for breakfast, one for lunch, and then, you know, like a light dinner, he said. Oh, I don't know what that means. But. I, have, I have a client who also <laughs> has had the gastric surgery, and I, I've seen, like, the gastric surgery diet, and it is, yeah. it is just protein shakes, shakes and spinach. Yep, <laughs> yep, basically yep, what it is. yep. Yeah, so, um, so I had lost maybe... 30 pounds or so before the surgery. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Um, Is that kind of his, show me you can do this? Yeah, yeah. Show me you're willing to actually commit to the diet portion yeah. and then I'll also do the surgery? Yeah. Okay. Um, and so part of the process is you go, you know, you have to go do your um, um, an x-ray and you have to get an endoscopy. Like they just check and make sure your stomach is normal yeah. and, you know, so that when they do go do the surgery, they're not finding any surprises. Right. Um. And then part of it is you have to go see a psychologist. Ah, um, okay. And so, um, and that's a strong recommendation. Some some surgeons require it. Yeah. He didn't require it, but I thought I should I should do that because yeah, I knew I, I knew that that there there was more to it than just this is not an easy button. It's not going to fix everything. It's just going to help me get started, like yeah. really started. Yeah. So. Okay. So. And how how does that go with the psychologist? Did that reveal anything to you? Um, really, just she she just pointed out, you know, you've you've got an emotional connection, like this is just, you know. And I was like, well, no, that's crazy. Like I just, you know, I ate because I'm hungry, and you know, I thought it was so simple. It's really not. Um, so she kind of just, you know, pointed things out in the open that I okay. was like, oh, you're so right. That's this is this isn't. Did she give you guidance from there, or was it just more kind of like you became aware of it? Like, was there an opportunity to like now let's work on it? Or um, she kind of just said that I probably need to, you know, address some uh, like self confidence issues, and part of that will help with um, with weight loss. But really, um, that um, I need to just look at things in a bit, in a broader sp- perspective, more yeah. more or less, is what she was saying. Okay. I have a, a deep question. Yes. Do you feel like, like which is the chicken and which is the egg? Do you feel like self-confidence or you said lack of self-confidence triggered more eating? Or do you feel like being overweight triggered the, the lack of self-confidence? Which, like, Or is it just a circle? I don't, yeah, that's a really good question. <laughs> Because even when I, I look back at, you know, pictures of from like eighth grade or whatever, and I felt like I was like the fattest kid in the class. And I look back at pictures and I'm like, man, I went, you know, when I was 300 pounds, I was like, I wish I could go back to that quote unquote fat kid. Right. Because I, I wasn't even that big. I just felt like I, w- I was told that my whole yeah. life. Like, you're always the biggest kid. You're just chubby. That's just how you are. Like, yeah. here, have another donut. Like. You know, she just, that's just what she like. I just was, I look back and I'm like, who, why, why is that a thing? You just throw candy and. Yeah. It's like, so I, I've kind of talked, thought about this from like the, just grade standpoint of things mm-hmm. is uh, like we grade kids in school and but by giving someone a grade, you're giving them a label. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm, this is not a commentary on whether that's good or bad, but my point is like the more times you give a kid a bad grade, the more times you're telling them you're not smart. Right. 
And the more times you give a kid uh, a good grade, the more times you're telling them you are smart. Yeah. And how much of that starts to identify, they start to identify as I am the smart kid mm-hmm. or I am the not smart kid. I am, I am good at school. I am not good at school. And then how does that then influence their behavior going forward? If right. you're like, I'm a smart kid, I'm good at school. Then do you pay attention more in, in class because you, you're like, you feel like you do good at it, which then inherently makes you do better at the test right. and vice versa. Yeah. And how that applies also maybe to, to fitness is if you tell, if you tell a kid, well, you're just a big kid. Right. And you're just a kid who likes to eat donuts. Right. You know, does that just become who they are versus saying like, hey, bud, we got to be in shape. And then part of that means we're going to have to deny ourselves some instantaneous gratification to become healthy and have some better gratification down the road. You know, let's not identify as the big kid right. or the kid who likes to eat the donuts or, or as the family that does this. Like, c- can we shift the, the mindset and the identification around? Right. The interesting thing is the one thing that they don't actually ever grade kids in is PE. Right. <laughs> You get great in PE. P- I'm based. so thankful for that, by the way. <laughs> well, and I get like this. I've had this conversation before. It's like, and again, I'm not, this isn't my commentary on what we should do or shouldn't do. It's just interesting that like we're willing to tell a kid, you're good at math, you're bad at math. Right. Uh, or, and or show them where they stack. And we say, hey, as a human being, you're going to have to be able to do math. So we need you to at least be able to hit this mark. You know, yeah, to pass. Right. As a human being, you got to hit this mark to pass so you can do math later in life. Yeah. But we don't do that for physical health. We don't We don't take a kid and say, like, here's the mark. You're, you're not missing it. And we need you to be healthy. Yeah. As a, as a human being, an American, and, like, uh, you're going to have a body. So we need to be able to, to, to understand it and, yeah. and, and utilize it. So here's the mark. Here's passing. And let's bring the kids up to, to a passing level. Instead, all we do is just say, did you bring the right clothes? <laughs> you passed. <laughs> anyway, um, so had the gastric bypass surgery. How did that go? So that went well. Um, I um, recovered quickly. It was back to work in six days. But probably not wow. recommended. But um, I was uh, didn't have a lot of time off, and I had to get right back to that yeah. workaholic. <laughs> keep busy yeah. situation. So, um, yeah. So the weight just started coming off easy at first. Mm-hmm. Um, because just eating less. Yeah. Just yeah. less. Um, it's like just liquids at first while you heal. Um, but, um, at, at a certain point, once you're healed from that, I mean, technically you can eat whatever you want. Um, it's just, you, you, you can't eat as much. And did you feel like you got full faster with it? Yeah, much faster. Um, but, um, you know, yeah, it, it's, it's an everyday thing. You have to, you still want to, you got to get your protein in, you got to, um, get your fluids in your water and that, and that's hard, you know, cause your volume, it's vol, it's a volume issue. You yeah, can't, tiny stomach. yeah, you can't get this or that, but, um, you know, and, and this is where the trap becomes, you know, you feel fine and, um, and whatnot. So some people start to end up like going back to those old habits of eating that garbage that you're not supposed to. I was going to ask like, how, how did it change your, your food choices at all? Um, well, 
I mean, in my head, sure, I kept think I would think like, well, I'm gonna eat this, but that, like I said, it's a str- it's an everyday maintenance. Like I, it's just a tool you gotta use. You either choose to use the tool or you don't. Which so, I said, like, did 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 it change your food choices at all, or were you, or were you just like, well, I know I got this gastric bypass, so I can still eat this. I'll just eat less of it. Um, very rarely I'll do that. Um, I, I don't, I mean, I just, I just see it as from, for me, what works for me is I have rules, um, that I follow. Do I have birthday cake for my kids for their birthday? Sure. Um, so I don't, I'm not like that strict. I'm not like an animal. Um, so yeah, I eat birthday cake, but I, I don't eat a ton of it, but yeah, you know, and, and that's just one of those. I guess I meant like after the surgery, did it did it shift your nutritional choices or 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 not? Like um, immediately post surgery, were you like, I've got this surgery and now I'm also going to eat this way, or did did like make better food choices, or were you kind of still eating the same stuff but just less of it? Oh no, I changed. It, it, I so, did a complete one eighty. So, so it did yep. trigger you to yep. say, I'm 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 using this yep. to trigger more positive um, right. choices. Okay, yep. cool. Yep. For mm-hmm. me, I mean, and again, not everybody chooses to use it that way. Like they're just like, this is my easy button. This is going to fix everything. And yeah. it doesn't, um, you have to make the, you have to make the choice. And for me, I kept thinking I physically altered my body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna eat, you know, but you know, bunch of carbs and I'm not going to eat the stuff that I was eating before I'm not doing it. I don't feel good when I do it. I don't, I feel so much better when I eat, um, you know, nutritionally balanced, um, food. Um, and so, um, that, that, and I kept thinking, and if I don't, I'm, I've got what, 10 more years with my kids. Mm, That's it. That's it. That's a powerful motivator. (laughs) Thousand percent. Yeah. Um, so were you were you working with anyone at this time, like a nutritionist? Are you still kind of doing most of your nutrition yourself? Nope. Okay. Still, still. Okay. Were you exercising at all, or still just kind you, of? Run? You know, as the as the weight started coming off, I I was like, huh, I can like walk, you know, a, a mile. Yeah. This is crazy. Like I felt good, um, and so as the weight started trickling off, and I was really focused on um, meeting. Um, you know, my surgeon would say, you know, recommend, you know, at least a minimum of, uh, I don't know, remember what he said, um, 60 grams of protein a day or something. I don't remember what the exact numbers he gave me, but I kind of followed that and, and just was like protein and water. Those were my, I just followed that. Like just, if I don't, I'm, I'm going to fall off this and I didn't want to do that. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to drive forward and move on to this because I wanted, I wanted to change. I wanted to change everything. So. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Yeah. So weight starts falling off. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happens next? Um, so, well, immediately after surgery, th- actually three weeks after surgery, we moved across the country. Okay. Um, from Arizona to Memphis. Okay. Um, and so, um, yeah, lots of start, lots of change all at one time. I was three weeks post op. Yeah, my 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 diet was completely different. Um, um, we got four kids. We moved across the country. I have a brand new job. Um, Did y'all move for work? 
For my work. For uh-huh. your work. Okay. Yep. I just, because I just was working so much. Yep. Um, things were crazy. And so um, I got a, a great job here downtown at the Med. Um, and so um, it, um, lots of change all at one time. So um, the weight was coming off. I got a gym membership. I started going, um, you know, several days a week and I felt great. Yeah. I felt really, really good. Um, more change adding to that. Um, the following year, um, separated, worked, working through divorce process, all mm-hmm. that stuff. And I kept waiting for this whole, like, Where's the self-confidence going to, when does this happen? Yeah. <laughs> and there was no, it just didn't happen. No change at all. Yeah. Just kinda- well, I just kept thinking like there's, it's supposed to be coming any time now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is part of the, um, like change inside yourself, right? Yeah. Like that's, that's work. It has to be work. You have to yeah. put work into that. And I didn't. I thought that was going to happen when I lost weight. And I thought the because I was big, that's why I didn't have self confidence. So maybe that's going to answer your question. Yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah. go. We'll circle back. Circle yeah, back. Circle back. Uh, so I kept waiting for that, but I was going to the gym and and um, strangely, um, I was getting um, attention from people. We're like, "Oh, you you look so good." Yeah. And I'm just like, I was not used to that at all ever. Never. I was, I never would get like physical compliments. You have a pretty face. That was pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that was very, very different to me. Um, what did that, I mean, what did that do to you? Were you like, wait, what? I was very uncomfortable. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Never in my life had I ever, I didn't know how, I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to, how to do that. Yeah. I didn't know how to respond to that. Yeah. Um, even with Chris the other day, somebody in the gym had said something. I just noticed that you've, you've lost some weight since you've been here. And and they walked away, and he's like, how come you'll take her compliment and not mine? I'm like, well, because well, I pay you. And he goes, not to tell you that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, true, true, true. Well, um, you just, I mean, I mean, understanding psychologically, like you've, you've had negative self-talk yep. for so many years. Yeah. It's hard to flip that around yeah i mean i, I totally understand yeah <laughs> i was go. i went through a big um like emotional uh transformation and not even not even so much i mean physically obviously as well yeah. but and and that took work right? right it takes work for that so and so i was like okay this is there's a lot going on you know and so i started going to counseling mm-hmm. Um, and cause I kept thinking, I'm, I don't, am I losing my mind? Like, am I going crazy? Like what's going on? So I, I started seeing a counselor. Um, and around that time is, um, when I kept thinking I should get, I need to look for like a trainer, mm-hmm. like just to, cause I knew the one thing I was lacking was the accountability. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Nobody was checking on me to make sure I went to the gym. Right. Nobody. Yeah. Not one person. <laughs> so. So That's, you're telling me at the commercial gym, they didn't call you and check no. in on you if you didn't show up? Well, no, it just was auto drafted out of my bag. If it was, if I paid for it, nobody cares if you go. <laughs> nobody. That's why most commercial gyms have a 30% usage. Rate. <laughs> 70% of members don't even go. <laughs> One time I went with my kids. They wanted to get their membership as well, which, 
you know, that goes into the, the spinoff of yeah. when, when I'm modeling that I wasn't pushing them to go to the gym, but, yeah. but they were then active in football and then weight training in school and, yeah. and their little fitness nuts themselves. And, you know, want to help everybody else. I'm going to help dad yeah. when they go to their dad's yeah. for a weekend. I'm going to help him. Yeah. I'm like, stop it. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely want to talk about, about the family dynamics, but, um, We'll come back to that. Okay. So what were you doing at the commercial gym? Like, how did you decide what workouts to do? I don't know nothing. You just showed up and said, I'm going to walk over that machine and see how it works? All I thought was, I need to do cardio. Okay. I got to get on the treadmill. Yeah. And if I'm not running on the treadmill, I'm probably not, nothing's going to happen. So, um. What do you think that, what do you think that idea came from just kind of like seeing fitness from the outside perspective and being like, well, people who run are skinny and all. Yeah. People who run are fit. I don't know. Yeah. That to me, that's, I don't know why I thought that. And the reason I asked that is because like, like personally, I want to know what message I need to put out to people to get, to pull them away from like those false ideas. Right. Um, it's like, okay, well, like, well, how are you seeing this and how are you deciding this? Okay, not like, do I need to put out this message? It's like, hey, running is a function of life. It's good for you, but it's not, it's not how right. you become fit, fit or healthy. Well, when I go to the, <laughs> when I would go to that gym, it was like, there's, you know, 20 treadmills in a row. Yeah. And, and all this stuff in the front. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, and then there's, and then in the, in the very back of the gym, so the meathead. So the, yeah. And I was like, mm, I don't even know what, I don't know the first thing to do over there, but turning, hitting that turn on button, I get the start button. quick start. Yeah. I could do that. Yeah. I can literally do that. All I have to do is not fall off of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. And you want to embarrass yourself. Yeah. I'm I, good. I got it. Okay. And then I'd like watch other people on like the machines and I'm like, okay, so like I know how that one works. And so later I'd go on and do a couple, you know, you know, arm pulls or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I was doing, but it was helping. <laughs> yeah, like, no, I, it was like, I was just, <laughs> I mean, obviously it triggered you. You're like, I got to do, you're like, I know I need to do something, but you weren't, you knew you needed to do something, but yeah. you weren't quite aware yet that you needed someone to show you what to do or right. how to do it. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, so then you kind of come to this conclusion, like, man, I probably need someone to guide me through this a little bit. Yep. Okay, yep. so that's what kind of brought you to MBS Fitness. Yeah, so um, right before I came here, I I had hired um, like some trainers from Arizona, and it was just like just um, online, just okay. virtual, like through through the app. Were they were they like you're they're watching your workout? Or they're just giving you the workout. Oh no, they just gave it to me. Gotcha. Okay. On the on the app, yeah, yeah. and so it was literally it was pretty detailed, yeah. but. Um, Again, not really accountability. And then they were, uh, we, we worked through nutrition as well. So they would give me goals as far as um, macros and yep. whatnot. Um, so I worked with that. But that was really, really difficult because it, I just, the goals I was given were, were, for me, not realistic. Like I, volume-wise, I couldn't get. Uh, so they gave you like, like uh, full macros to hit every day. Yeah, just to, I don't know if it was specifically for me i felt like i'm like i can't i literally can i like i can't so you're still um, <laughs> get it you're still doing your you're just still tracking and then like but they it gave you a plan and you're like wow that's way more food than i'm used to eating yeah it, it, so i was trying to push myself yeah um and i was not feeling good about it um i didn't 
physically feel good. I kept trying to push myself to eat. It was probably, um, I mean, like, it was probably such a giant increase. Yeah, it, it was you know, not. You probably could like like stair stepped it up, add five percent, add five percent, add five percent, probably eventually, but going yeah. from doubling it or whatever. It was yeah, like not realistic. So the I knew that the accountability with the nutrition part of that was helping. Mm-hmm. Um. Because I was logging, and so she'd give me feedback yeah. um, at the end of the week as far as what I was, you know, taking in. And, you know, you, you need more protein. You need more carbs. And I was like, I, I can't drive. I can't do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then as far as workouts, I was like, mm, click the button, workout complete. And, like, literally would do nothing. I was like, oh, I watched the video once. Like, I literally wasn't doing it. So I don't know. You were doing any work, like you would go to the gym and still do the cardio, but I'd go walk on the treadmill and watch the videos of weight training. Oh, that looks interesting. I'll try that <laughs> when I get home and click workout completed. Done. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. So, so there's no accountability. Not real accountability. I just, yeah, yeah. So I did that for three months and then I was like, nope, I'm going to find somewhere that's here. Yeah. Like a, like a person. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like real people. <laughs> it's, it's, um, one one thing about your journey that sticks out to me is like you you have a pretty high degree of self awareness mm-hmm. through your different changes. Like some people, and and I don't know if it's like you have like a high degree of honesty with yourself about the different tools that you're trying to implement. Like you went and went, hey, I recognize <laughs> that I can't just have fake ass you bypass and eat like shit and still change. Yeah, and you went like, I'm 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 BSing myself with. Which is hitting the, right. I did the workout yeah. buttons. I need to change. Yeah. Um, so that, that's pretty cool. So how'd you, fi- how'd you find out about us? Um, I just was searching, you know, just Google search, mm-hmm. um, personal trainers. Um, and it was one of you all were one of my hits. Yeah. And so I made an appointment and saw Keiki for my In no sweat. Yes. Um, what about our gym made you go? Yeah. I want to, I want to check that place out. Like what about. When you click through everything, you're like, yeah, I'll go check it out. Um, well, it was close by. Okay. That was one thing. Um, the other thing was um, just that um, I, didn't, I didn't know everything, obviously, until I came in yeah. and saw um, and talked with Keiki for that day. Um, but I didn't know that... Um, that there, you know, you, there's a lot of different options. You can do this, you can do this or see the trainer once or, you know, once a week, twice a week, whatever. Um, and the option of adding nutrition that I think that was my, my, cause I really just was looking for training, just weight training or, um, personal training, just something for that, just, just that accountability itself. And she's like, well, see, you can see, you can see the nutritionist as well. And I was like, oh my goodness, that would be so great. Yeah. Just, just for help and, you know, the accountability for that as well. And, and just a more, um, personalized, like it's powerful to sit across the table from someone and like get to talk to them. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. What was your weight at this point when you first came here in June Hmm. and June of this year? Yeah. You came here June of this year. Yeah. Of 2021. Yes. Which, which you mean is you came here June of 2022. What? I don't know. I like. I feel like you've been here for far longer than I, than, than than six months. I'm an old soul. I was like, like yeah. When you said that, I'm like, what? I yeah. thought you were here for like 
Okay, so what was your weight when you first came? Oh, I, I'm trying to remember. I don't know. I can probably find it, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna see if you if you remember. I don't remember. Okay, honestly, that's fine. Um, what what's the kind of that process been like from from going from like trying to kind of navigate? You're right, June June eighth. Um trying to navigate it on your own to now um being with the trainer. Like what 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 kind of um what's that been like? So um it was it's it's been great, honestly. I mean I started out just like full bore, like <laughs> training three days a week yeah. and then doing nutrition with Allison yeah. and um I mean, I work two um, full-time jobs um, now, wow. um, and then another part-time job in addition. <laughs> so three jobs. Um, and the four boys, my oldest doesn't live with me um, right now. He's his own apartment. He's 20, almost 24 now. Okay, gotcha. Um, so anyways, um, so I, I have a lot on my plate, yeah. but... Um, but I knew I, I want, I just wanted it. Yeah. I want, I wanted it. And part of my goal, um, for coming for the training, um, with so much weight loss total, um, I, did, can you see what it was? I think I was like 190. I'm trying to look it up. Something. Yeah. Almost 200. Um, and so I'd had like maybe over through over 2019 and 2020, maybe like 20 pounds of regain and that was kind of freaking me out where do you think that kind of came from just stress, stress and from yeah 2020. yeah and yeah. and went through the divorce yeah. in 2019 and um you know working a lot and whatnot so just kind of and, and just not focusing and yeah. uh, that was my trigger too for um getting the trainer, the virtual trainer online. And I was like, this is not working. Um, but my, one of my goals was to, um, get, um, plastic surgery, like skin removal to help with that. Um, just a bad body image. Um, I I still would see myself as 320 pounds. I was just like, this is awful. Like I, I see the weight is different. I see the numbers. I get it. I'm not dumb. I see the numbers different, but to me, I kept seeing the same thing because body wise, you know, the 20 year old body that I ordered on Amazon (laughs) in my head with weight loss just didn't come. And it just was not, it was not right. So, um, I had found, uh, and scheduled and planned this plastic surgery. And I kept thinking I need to be like, I really wanted to just be strong and I wanted to be the healthiest I could be at that time. If, and when I could get that done. Yeah. So that was one of my goals too. Um, I started in June. Um, so I was like, I'm going, we're going to do this. And so, um, yeah, I think I was like 190 something around that time. What, all right. On June, your first check-in, you were 197. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So, um, worked, 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 um, with Chris and Allison, um, and so I, I feel, I was feeling fantastic, felt great, felt strong. Um, um, and then, um, I had my, um, 
surgery, plastic surgery done like two months ago. Yeah. So. And how many pounds of skin did they remove? 13 pounds. Man. Yeah. Man. That's crazy. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the picture, the plastic surgeon showed me pictures that he took in the clinic, which were horrifying. Um, as you stand naked in front of him as he's photographing you, but yeah. he was wonderful. He yeah. just was like very like, um, just so smart and, and was like, he was just drawing all over me with a Sharpie marker. It's just horrifying. Um, you know, I think about like, <laughs> I think about the difference between like the bariatric surgeon and like the, the skin removal surgeon. Right. It's like one guy, one guy is going, I'm trying to, I'm trying to save your life. Let's yeah. just get this weight down. And yeah. the other guy's got like, you did it. Yeah. You did it. Yeah. You lost the weight. Yeah. They just have excess skin. Yeah. That's, that's give you the body that you've worked hard for yeah. by taking this skin away. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's like, let's like psychologically, let's take away this, this, this person. It's like, like a weird shell that yeah. you physiologically, have. you've yeah. lost an entire person. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, let's take away the skin of that yeah. person as well. And, and make yeah. you the, the new person that you are. That's, yeah. that's kind of a, a cool yeah. way to think of and it. And even working out with Chris, um, like, I mean, I would, I would, I would do every, I mean, I felt like I was, I did everything he wanted me to do. Yep. And he's just like, you know, he'd be like, you had your, he's like, I see your muscles. And I yeah. just would shake my head like, no, like just whatever. And he's like, no, he's like, you're going to just, you're going to be so surprised after this surgery because yeah. he's like, it's, you're building it. You're doing it. Yeah. And the numbers, you're, 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 you're lifting more, you're. You're, he's like, you're doing it. And yeah. I'm like, I just still was in my head like, no, like, okay, whatever. But yeah. So these, yeah. So. Do, do you feel like you're, you're slowly kind of shifting your mindset into kind of like seeing yourself as the person you are and the person yeah. you're becoming? Is yeah. that becoming a little bit more like your identity now? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, I feel like it's like, my my best analogy is like it's chipping away. Yeah. Like it's but it, but it's uncovered. Yeah. Like I see me like as me now. Yeah. So that's awesome. Um I'm still um in the healing process yeah. <laughs> from surgery, but um um and so I feel like, you know, I was telling Chris before surgery, I was like, I feel like when I come back, I'm not I haven't I'm not going to have worked out for a while. I'm going to be like 300 pounds. Like in my head, I kept yeah, yeah. thinking like, this is, it's just going to come right back. Yeah. I don't, he's like, no. It's just, it's <laughs> a, this small time frame over the next I know, over years, my so. lifetime, but um, yeah. I'm so in the same way. Missed it. Uh, like I take t two days off. I'm like, oh crap. Right. I'm going to lose my I just strength. feel <laughs> like I'm not, I don't, because I, I feel good when I work out. Yeah. I feel, and then I was telling him before I left um, that, um, um, can, when I come back, do you do, can I do five days a week? Cause I just miss like the off days. Like, yeah. it's so crazy to me. Like, how do I miss? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, as much as I complained on the first couple of weeks <laughs> with him, I'm like every, my legs hurt, my arms hurt. <laughs> and then, hurts. Yeah, yeah. And then when I would come in to see him, uh, I'd be pissed if my legs weren't hurt, hurting after <laughs> leg day. I'm like, I don't know what you, you miss something cause I'm not hurting today. He's just like, okay. <laughs> Hopefully you learned your lesson about saying that to your trainer. Absolutely. It, 
One hundred percent. I have a client who's like, I don't, I don't say anything to Dave nope. because, like, like if I make a comment, yep. he just ratchets that thing from you know five to ten. Right. <laughs> Teach me a lesson. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. What What are you most proud of accomplishing over this journey? Um. What are some like big key moments where you're like, oh man, that was that was a moment. So, um, one, uh, well. There's, there's, it's the whole process. Honestly, the whole journey is, has been, um, difficult, but, but good. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like is divorce good? No. Is it hard? Yeah. And it takes work and, um, there's, there's, you know, mental, emotional and physical struggles all through the entire process. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm on this side of it and I'm like, oh my God, I got through it. I did all that. That's crazy. Are there any moments that, like stick out in your head? Like the first time you weighed under 200 pounds, like the first time you did this specific movement or something, you're like, I didn't know I could do that. Hmm. Yeah. I, I don't remember what, what the time frame was, but, um, there's been several eye-opening things like just doing like a, a squat with the barbell or yeah. I'm just like, I'm one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> one of those people who squats. What? That's awesome. like, that's, that's crazy. Like, I don't, I never saw myself as doing that, yeah. but I was so impressed that I could do it, and I would go home. And one of my old one of my boys is eighteen, a senior in high school, and he's very um, physically motivated. Mm-hmm. Like, just he works out a lot, and so every day I'd come home from the gym, he would say, "What'd you do today? <laughs> What'd you do today? How much did you lift?" And so I'd lo- have to look back on my app yeah. and say, "Oh, look, look at this," yeah. or you know, "I squatted this much," and I did, you know. That's so awesome. we just compare notes all the time, and yeah. okay. What has been the impact of your change on your kids? How has how has it impacted them? Like so, and that might be one of my proudest things, mm-hmm. honestly. And not and again, not because I push it on them. I don't make them do anything. I think just modeling it, yeah. like I mean, go to the gym or, um, you know, just we'd go grocery shopping, and um, a lot of times I buy stuff that I think they would like as kids because I think in my head that's what they want. Yeah. And and I look back and I'm like, this is crazy. I'm just doing the same thing that my mom did or my parents did. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because if they're with me in the store, they'll take it out of the cart and so, put it, we don't need that mom. Are all I'm like, four of them like kind of um, health conscious and, my older two are more like mm, not really. Okay, I think that's maybe that they've got more. Well, that their time with you was had a little bit more of the pre right exercising. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I think they had more um, more unhealthy mom. Yeah, ingrained in them. Um, but they, they it's funny because the younger two are really like just really motivated yeah and and i'm so excited for that yeah. but and, and i and i 
I feel like, you know, in, in my older two, too, like he, you know, my oldest one, he had lost a, a, a good portion of weight for a while. And, um, you know, and we can talk openly about it and we do. Yeah. Um, but I don't push it on them. I don't want anybody to feel like that I, because to, I know that it had to be in my head that I'm going to do this. Yeah. Um, cause there is no easy button. There's no easy walk. It's always work. You have to choose to do that work. Yeah. Um, but so we talk about it openly and I talk about nutrition I, we talk about, you know, what we should eat, what we shouldn't eat. And, um, he was, you know, so they, we do talk about it as far as like physical activity and going yeah. on hikes and stuff like that. You know, we don't always have to, you know, go celebrate by doing this or that we can, you know, go on a hike or, you know, go do something physical right. and, and go to Shelby farms or yeah. something that so much better. Yeah. A thousand percent. <laughs> and, and, you know, and uh, you're right. I, it, the, the statement is that your kids care more about what you do than what you say. Right. <clears throat> it's super yeah. powerful when what you say matches up with what you do. Yeah. Um, but if you, what you say doesn't match up with it, what you do, your kids, they may listen to you when you're when they're young, yeah. but eventually they can go, you're a hypocrite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and it goes with a lot of things. You know, like I work a lot. I work really hard. Um, and and I feel like all my kids have a really good work ethic. Mm -hmm. That's and that's just modeling. Yeah. They, I don't take them to work with me. Yeah, like, right, you right. know, yeah. like but so in the same thing with health and wellness, like if you model that, they're gonna pick up. Yeah. pieces of it they're gonna see that and if they're not exactly doing it at that moment they know yeah they're they're seeing it yeah, they're they, aware they, they're aware there's that awareness how um how's your how'd your your ex-husband handle you know your 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 transformation and your weight change and all that kind of stuff um not well yeah yeah that, it, that was um I had read something before surgery that the gastric surgery about how there's actually a high rate of divorce after if one partner has weight loss surgery mm -hmm. and the other one doesn't. And I kept thinking, well, that's crazy. I never even thought twice about it. Um, but then I wasn't really aware of the real me either. Um, so I felt like I lived under literally a blanket of weight. Yeah. The the me, yeah. the me, me under yeah, yeah. there. Um, I did what everybody told me. I didn't have any self-confidence. I didn't speak up for myself. Um, just a lot of um, like emotional suppression underneath literally that weight. Yeah. Um, and, and again, I don't know what comes first, right? Like, was I just like that? Was I just... I don't know. I don't know. But somehow with this chipping away, um, like there's an, an awareness on, on multi-levels. Um, and so that changed a lot of things. I noticed that I was like, I don't have the relationship with him that I thought I did. Mm -hmm. um, and so there was lots of things that were no longer going to be okay with me. Um, and so... I just, I was not confident enough to um, make that decision until a certain point. Yeah. And when I did, I was like, uh, I guess I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm just going to do it. And, and that was, that was kind of a proud moment for myself. Yeah. Um, am I proud that I was married 23 years and, and got divorced? No, not necessarily. But am I proud that I, 
I'm myself and I made that decision for myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. We, I mean, we've, I've been doing this a little over a decade and I've seen on many occasions the one spouse um, making improvements in their lives uh-huh. can cause a lot of stress to the relationship yeah. because it yeah. can expose a lot in the other person. So weird. And in the, uh, you know, the ideal situation is that that exposure makes you aware of improvements you need to make in yourself. And you, yeah. go, you know what? I, I need to, I need to improve too. Yeah. And then you both go on this journey together. Yeah. Where you're that both, is ideal. That's the ideal. Yeah. Like, so that's the ideal. Where sure. You both go through this journey together and you start becoming better versions of yourself. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't always happen. Right. <laughs> A lot of times one person says, I don't want to be this person I was anymore. And I, right. want, I want to be a better version of myself. Yeah. I'm taking care of myself. Right. I, want, I want to have the confidence and capability and I want to be healthy and I mm-hmm. want to start. Uh, when, and we see in a lot of ways when you improve your physical health, it improves other areas. It improves yeah. your mental health, your emotional totally. health, your social yep. health. Yep. Um, and, and like I said, it, it can build a higher level of confidence. Yeah. Unfortunately, that can sometimes create a, an extreme exposure where the yeah. other person's like, uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, I don't like this because yep. now it's exposing things within my own life. It was not um, supported. Yeah. Um, and there was just a weird shift that happened. Like many times out of nowhere, I would hear, I'm not getting the surgery. Yeah. yeah I never like, said. Yeah. I never said anything. Like, but I want to, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to work on myself. And and so the more that I took those steps to build the self-confidence, because I had none. And so then that's when I kept building it. And I feel like it's it's so much better now. It's still not 100%. Um, one day I think I'll get there. But, um, but like you said, coming to the gym, I felt so much better. When yeah. I, um, right after this, plastic surgery I was home could not work out couldn't do anything my my mental health was just like I'm I gotta I I need to go to the gym like I I can't I didn't I can't I don't know what I didn't know what to do with myself I was going crazy (laughs) yeah what's interesting is to like now you've seen both sides yeah like like you were on this side for a while and then you are now exposed to this side and you're like, oh my gosh, like I have this, I have more energy. Yeah. I feel so much better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the idea of like going back to that other thing, like I, I, I don't want that at all. But right. so many people never get to experience this side. They're stuck on this side and so scared. Right. To jump over that fence and, right. and feel a little bit of that other side. Yeah. Um, and it, it is always interesting, like, like when you get someone who's kind of like, planted their, th- themselves in this change You're like you went through the full transformation yeah not like you lost weight for three months and then put it back on but right like, went the full transformation lost 160 pounds um been exercising regularly built all this confidence like you're fully planted like this is now who i am yeah the idea of going back you're like no way right <laughs> no way yeah so even no. like a day like a week off of exercise like i'm not going crazy yeah your body's made to move that's yeah. the thing it's like i need it i need it i need it to feel good i need it for um 
many reasons other than just building muscle in and that's yeah. not me. I don't want to be a muscle builder. I don't want to be a bodybuilder. I don't want to do that. I want to feel strong. I want to feel good. I want to feel confident. Yeah. Um, and, and it clears my head. I like it. I just feel good about it. One thing I think, uh, I mean, I'm curious to kind of hear your perspective on this. But like one thing I see in the church when it comes to health and fitness, because like one thing the church is never going to do is tell their patrons, Hey, look, you're all overweight and that's unacceptable. <laughs> you know, it's so crazy. We'll talk about it at the potluck. Yeah. I was like, like, uh, I mean, my joke is, my joke is like, you know what the, you know, one of the ways you can tell a Christian from a non-Christian is is Christians have a higher likelihood of being obese. <laughs> yeah, heart the, disease. Yeah, yeah. not the way it's supposed For to be. For real. But um, but I think one of the reasons it's not addressed is because, one, it seems kind of like this lifestyle choice. Like, there are people who exercise, and there's people who don't exercise. You can choose to exercise. You can choose right. to not exercise. Yeah. Uh, and two, there's like this, this viewpoint that those who exercise – um, and I'm not going to say exercise because I think a lot of people do exercise and it's completely pointless. Like my, my, <laughs> I mean, not, not to be a, a jerk, but like, like either a lot of people go like, I exercise, I walk every day. I'm like the act of exercising, <laughs> it does nothing for you. Being fit is what does something for right. you. So if you're exercising is not making you fit, you're just wasting your time. Yeah. In other words, like I, I, I it's the whole, whether it's a journey or, de, um, where it's like a good starting point or a good end point. If your starting point is walking every day, that's a great starting sure. point. But if you're like justification of like, well, I exercise, I, I, I walk every day. I'm like, yes, but you're not fit. So you're not doing enough. So, <laughs> so we got to step up. So anyways, what else is, what, <laughs> there's more, right. You got, you've <laughs> got to be, do more than, than just walk. But I think a lot of people, um, they, they see it as kind of like a, a lifestyle choice. Or two, they see people who are incredibly fit uh, from this kind of silly lens of cultural fitness, uh -huh. Instagram fitness, which yeah. is like, like, well, people who are really into exercise, they're just completely self-absorbed, only care what they look like. Yeah. They're very, um, uh, I'm trying to think of the word, very... Mm, obsessed with their looks yeah you know and so they kind of justify they're not exercise or they're not wanting to lose weight or eat right by being like well i'm not gonna be like i'm, I'm not gonna be that person who's trying to look good yeah it's just so silly because form follows function when your body functions a certain way it looks a certain way right very simple like yeah. no one's gonna if you train your body to perform certain functions it's going to look a certain way. Right. And I think that's, um, that's, that's a, that should be kind of the message that's going to people. It's not that like, yes, looking good naked is a great byproduct of exercise, but sure. it's not, it's not like the main goal. Right. The main right, goal right. is it, it's, it's the way your body was designed to function. It makes you feel better. It makes you perform better. Yeah. Makes you happier. Yeah. It makes you a better mom. It makes you a better dad, a brother, brother, sister, coworker, human mm -hmm. being. Uh, it makes you better at all these things. And that's what you're called to do is right. be the best version of yourself as possible. And the best version of yourself is a healthy and fit one. 
as we would not look at someone and say like, hey, you've been given all this money, you've been given this money, go spend it carelessly and go into significant debt. Likewise, and we, like, we would, we'd be like, that's not what you're supposed to do. There would be some, some, there's a bit of, um, we would look down at that person and say, hey, like, that's not good. We got to turn that around. Likewise, just, we shouldn't be given this amazing body. Right. Treat it poorly. Let us go into significant physical debt. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. We should call people to, to, to reverse that and to steward their resources well. So that's like, right. I was, and it's tough in the church to like, to look at someone and be like, hey, you're way overweight. That's not good. Unacceptable. Change it. Right. I might look at someone who's like drinking too much alcohol and go, hey, bud, like you can't be an alcoholic. <laughs> or hey, bud, like you're in crazy debt. Why are you spending all this credit card money? Like, we'll like have that conversation, but we won't look at the guy who's 350 pounds in church and be like, dude, unacceptable. Turn it around, man. Steward your body well. Yeah. What happened Anyways. to the body's a temple? Yeah. What yeah. what sort of temple exactly? A broken, an old broken down one. <laughs> yeah, the um, that's a like even even when I go to church, it's like uh, I'll, I'll look out and like like we're the only fit people here. Yeah, you know, and um, I have real conversations with some people, but it never comes from the pulpit, which is kind of frustrating. Yeah. It never comes from the pulpit about like stewarding your your body well. Yeah, frustrating. What has been What's been some of your biggest struggles over this journey? Um, I think um, really just pulling um, the motivation probably and like um, like just putting in the work. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you get tired yep. and, you know, things happen and life happens. and there, There's excuses for everything, you yep. know, some – um, some of my coworkers, you know, I would be leaving the clinic and, you know, seeing 50 patients that day and hustling around and, you know, I'm ready to clock out and I need, I brought my gym stuff and I'm changing real quick while I go out. Cause I'm coming straight here, yeah. you know, and they're just like, how can you do that? Like, you know, they're just, they kind of like tease me yeah. and I'm just like, I, no, because I have to do it. Yeah. That's what I. I have to do it. I don't, I can make an excuse for sure. I worked all day. I'm going to go home and do nothing but my feet up. I could. Yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. Because I have that accountability. You know, Chris is waiting for me. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm, you know, I, I, so I I need that. And there's been, I think maybe only one time where I messaged him and was like, I don't think, I don't think I'm going to come today. And yeah. he said, nope. <laughs> he said, too bad. He You're literally <laughs> was like, nope. Yeah. And I was like, but I like, I have a really bad headache. And I, and then I was like, okay, I was here. Yeah. I, I, I did not, I've not missed one yeah. session. Never. And you, did you ever regret showing up? No, exactly. never, yeah. never, never, like, never, yeah. never. That's the powerful, that's the powerful aspect about accountability. Cause I, I a lot of people talk about motivation. I said, "Hey, look! If motivation is your catalyst for for action, yeah. Well, guess what? Your action is gonna gonna go up and down because yeah. your motivation goes up and down. Yeah. There are days you're motivated and days you're not motivated. Mm-hmm. We put things in place to keep us accountable so that the days we're not motivated, right. we still do the things right. we're supposed to do. That's could it. I have kept the cheaper trainer where I click workout completed for sure? Yeah. Was that would that get me where I'm at today? No. 
Yeah. And it and it didn't. Yeah. And that's like <laughs> yeah right. And you know, from the, that's like from your coworker or you know, with regards to your coworkers, like they see it as like, how could you go to the gym right now? Like, right. I'm so exhausted. Yeah. But the reality is, you're like, I can go to the gym because I take care of myself. Right. So that I can go through a hard day, a long day, and still go to right. the gym. Right. So it's like it's that perpetuating yeah. cycle. Yeah. I go to the gym, which allows me the energy to keep going to the gym. Right. They're stuck in the cycle of I don't go to the gym, so I'm wiped out at the end of the day, so right. I don't go to the gym. Right. And then I, you know, I come here to the gym, I work out for an hour, I go home, my kids are getting home from their football practice, you know, they're tired. Uh, there's excuses you could pull from it for yeah. everything, yeah. you know, to to just let's, let's get fast food. No, we're not. Yeah. So now I'm standing there cooking for 30, 45 minutes yeah. because we're having a healthy meal. Yeah. Um, and so I put the kids in order too. you know, you help me make this and you help me make that. And um, because we're all making these healthy decisions together. Yeah. We're doing this together. We have to. Um, and so we just, I, and so, you know, they'll start giving me cause they're 16 and 18 excuses. Yeah. And I'm not, I don't fall for it. Yeah. I'm like, absolutely not. You make the choice. Like what? Like, like give me an example. Like, can't we just order pizza yeah. or can't we just do this? Or can I just have, you know, yeah. I'll just make a sandwich or yeah. I'll just make a frozen burrito or something, <laughs> yeah. you know, that some, something that, that no, no, because I'm going to stand here and cook this yeah. for all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Not just me. It's not just for me. This is for all of us. And so, um, or they want to just pull excuses. And, and so it's just unacceptable. We don't do that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think, and maybe you can probably speak to this. And one thing, like, I have experienced myself in, in being around other people who may not exercise as much as, like, your ability to, or, yeah, your ability to stay strong and continue forward. Yeah. Even in the face of adversity or the face of criticism or excuses right gets gets greater yeah meaning like your coworkers could be like oh don't go to the gym let's go grab some margaritas right and and you're gonna be like no i'm going to the gym yeah and likewise your kid could be like let's just order pizza and you're like nope i'm gonna do this but so many people because they haven't sharpened their sword long right. enough, they'll give in to that. You're like, yeah, all right, fine, let's just do it. Okay, that's fine, let's just do it. Um, they their strength to resist is low because they're, yeah. they're they don't have that strength. Yeah, and you've built up that strength over the years. Every time you have a successful battle, right? That's why I, I kind of like it's like every time you have a successful battle, you become a more confident warrior, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so like. As you become a more confident warrior, your your confidence to take on that next challenge increases. Even so much to the point where like you kind of get a little it's like becomes a game. Right. Where like where like like someone says like, let's do this, and you're like, No. <laughs> and you're like, you're like, you're like, you're showing them like, no, I, I can say no. Yeah. I don't I, I don't have that. Um you're telling them like I don't have that weakness in me anymore. Right. Where I give into it. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's not just like, and like not, 
you're not just physically strong. These are yeah. all things that you're all going over. You're not just physically strong. No. I'm not just building muscle, right? I'm building, like, there's so much building going on. Yeah. Like, um, I feel like, and, and all of that is, is, is overflowing to my kids, right? They, they, you know, there's, again, the younger ones are 16 and 18. And they're just like, mom, you're a goat. Like, this is crazy. Like, how do you, I'm like, I, I don't know, really know what that means, but. Greatest um, of all time. Okay. <laughs> Mom, you're a goat. You're like, so, thanks, I guess. I don't know what that like, means. You have three jobs. Go, you go to the gym three days a week. And um, so I'm starting back to school um, to get my doctorate because I'm crazy. <laughs> so. Um, Boy. I start next week. Um, and so. um I'm, I'm diving into that because, because I'm strong, I'm going to yeah. do, and there's no way I'm, there's just, I'm, there's no looking back. I'm just, I'm just going to bulldoze through it, so these levels of things. And yeah, that's the thing it shows us like you have people think that you, they, people think they don't have time to stuff. You have a ton of time. You're just wasted <laughs> on bullshit. It's wasted. You waste all your time. Like you yeah. have, like, again, you got three kids, you're working out, do three jobs, going to get your doctorate. It's like. And people are like, oh, how do you do that? It's like, well, I make good use of my time. Right. You're not wasting. You're not wasting it watching nope. four hours of TV every day like the average no. person. But that's the reality. What it's are you doing? Crazy. You're improving yourself. Yeah. You're taking that hour and you're studying. <clears throat> you're taking that hour and, and, and you're cooking food. Yeah. You're taking that hour and you're exercising. You the average person works watches four hours of TV a day. That's it's 15, unbelievable. Fifteen hundred hours of TV a year. Oh my god. So it's like, what could you do with an extra fifteen hundred? And it's like exercise only takes maybe like. To be in great shape is like three to five hours a week. That's so, crazy. You know, it's not like it takes that much. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're building all the, you're building yeah. not just your physical strength, your physical muscles, but you're building those mental muscles yeah. and mental strength as well, that emotional strength, those emotional muscles as well. Yeah. Which leads you to kind of like build this confidence. Yeah. Which goes like, yeah, I go get my doctorate. No big deal. Yeah. Like, you're, like, you know, and to the average person, they're like, what? Yeah. And it's kind of like, like very much we'll use the example of like of exercising. If, if you like, we'll, we'll use it from the female's perspective. So you're like, yeah, I can deadlift double my, my, my body weight. And someone's like, what? <laughs> Big, like, that's like the idea of doing that is like, that seems impossible because I've never deadlifted. Right. So. So the idea of doing something to that degree seems crazy. But um, from the person who's done it, you're like, well, I've done it before. I've, I have this confidence. I can keep on doing yeah. it. Yeah. And that, that goes on. It goes to everything else. Mm-hmm. Like, like I have the confidence I can go and get a doctor. Why? I can well, do I, it. I've already done this other yeah. stuff. So yeah. why would that? Why, that doesn't seem that crazy to me. Yeah. Right? It doesn't look crazy <laughs> from this side. Yeah. Right. Like 10 years ago, I'd be like, oh, my. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way I can even get a master's. Yeah. But 10 years ago, I, you know, bulldozed into that. I did it. I was like, so from this side of the fence, I'm like, I can literally do anything yeah. I want to do. And yeah. I'm going to. Yeah, because every little time you yeah. you take on a challenge, it's a little bit scary. Yeah, always scary. And you succeed. Yeah. You're like, okay, I can do it. Yeah. What's the next thing? Then right. That thing's a little bit scary. Yeah. But then you take on that. And then more times you do that, now those those things don't seem so scary to you. You still got your big scary ones, but you've built some some confidence yeah. going through it. And you, they don't seem scary. But to the person who hasn't gone through that journey yet, yeah, that little tiny thing seems so scary. Yeah. So. Am I nervous? Sure. But, you know, when you're a little nervous, but you know you can do it, 
That's when you jump. Yeah. 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 I love that. That's a good thing to end on. Yeah. That's when you jump. (laughs) All right. And uh, thanks for coming on the MBS Fitness Radio Podcast. Thanks. All right, guys. Talk to y'all soon. Out. Thank you for listening to NBS Fitness Radio. If you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to share it with your friends, follow us on social media, and check out our website at www.nbsfitness.net. Hit the subscribe button and tune in next time for more NBS Fitness Radio.